are now listening to The Perfect Prana with Kaya Ann. What's poppin'? What's good? Hello, welcome to The Perfect Prana Show on 88.1 FM WCRX, also available on Apple and Spotify. I am Kaya Ann, a yoga instructor on the Chicago scene and your host. We have a lot in this show today. The usual, the yoga news where I speak about yoga controversies, what's going on in the world of yoga. Yoga Hills, where I bring on a special guest, a yoga instructor, ask them about their practice, and the weekly wellness challenge. But before we get into all of that, let's center ourselves. I want you to take this moment, no matter where you're at, you're in your car, you're sitting at a desk, you're on the yoga mat. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you're at. Let's take this moment to go inward. So if you're sitting down, sit up nice and tall, or if you're standing, you can lengthen out your spine, or even if you're laying down, you can lengthen out your spine, create a nice line of energy from your tailbone to your crown. You can bring small movements to your body, to your toes, Become aware of your feet. You can maybe roll your ankles a little bit. Roll your shoulders. Front and then to the back. Move your neck side to side. Tilt your ear to your shoulder. Chin to chest. Now we're going to lengthen out our spine. Sit up nice and tall or stand or lay. You can actually place your hands on your belly. Feel stillness in your entire body. Push out all the breath. And then take a deep inhale right into your belly. Feel your belly expand. And then exhale a nice sigh like (sighs) Feeling your belly pull in. Take a deep inhale through your nose. Hold at the top, and then exhale to sigh, like (sighs) pulling in your belly all the way. (sighs) Take a deep inhale. You can soften your gaze or close your eyes if you're not already. Feeling the stillness in your body, relaxing your shoulders. And then exhale, (sighs) nice sigh. Let's do one more together. Take a deep inhale right through your nose. Fill up your belly all the way. Hold at the top. And then exhale, sigh. Make this the longest exhale ever. Pushing out all your breath. I am centered. Let's get right into the show. Yoga news. This week's news. These yoga instructors are pressing Lululemon to clean up its supply chain. So basically, let me give you the tea. Let me tell you what happened. There's this yoga teacher, Sierra Hollister, and for a while, Lululemon was trying to recruit her to be a brand ambassador. They basically get a 
a lot of yogis to be brand ambassadors, hang their pictures on the wall, sometimes teach classes at their locations. I believe that they do that. I'm not sure. Also, just for those that don't know, Lululemon is like a very expensive <laughs> sportswear, athletic wear brand. She basically kept saying no, that she did not want to be their brand ambassador. She rejected them for some time just because she felt like they were expensive and, and inaccessible to a lot of yogis. So she's like, nah. But eventually she said yes and she became their brand ambassador. And then she was informed of how, how they produce their products and surprise surprise but not really surprise they have some unethical practices going on unethical as far as like the environment goes and they mass produce products and that is harmful to the environment makes sense so she basically started putting pressure on them to change some of their practices for their environment especially since they are really marketing toward yogis and they say that they have all these all these environmental practices or whatever and that they're um sustainable so they say that so she and other yogis started putting pressure on them like hey why are you still using coal why do you still have factories in these countries and get products from these countries that still use coal you need to be on the green stuff <laughs> i am telling this story in such a interesting way anyway <laughs> So she ended up quitting them and she started a group, basically hold them accountable. They did a protest outside of Lululemon's headquarters and they were doing yoga at the protest. And I'm like, that is a, the epitome of a peaceful protest. <laughs> also for the yoga news, this is not, I guess, you know, technically related, but I'm gonna make it relate somehow to yoga. <laughs> Maybe not, I don't know. Um, anyways, I learned this in class the other day and I, it sparked my interest. We're entering the Lunar New Year of 2024 on February 10th, Saturday, the day that this airs. And this year, it is the year of the dragon. That is the zodiac, the Chinese zodiac for this year, which is like the fifth Chinese zodiac. Um, no, I just thought it was fun, interesting topic to talk about. And I guess how I'm gonna connect it to my show and just make it make sense is that I love learning about different cultures and studying different cultures. I'm not going to say that I'm hardcore believe in this. I don't know enough about it to like really be like, oh my gosh, it's just like the guide to my life. <laughs> and that's how I feel about zodiacs and horoscopes in general. But I just thought it was an interesting topic. And, you know, I felt like it was culturally diverse to talk about the Lunar New Year, right? <laughs> so interesting the year of the dragon it's the only mythical creature among the 12 chinese zodiac signs so it should be a magical year <laughs> if anybody knows anything else about the lunar new year or the chinese new year it's also known as uh or the year of the dragon feel free to dm me on instagram at consistently kaya consistently spelled with a k kaya spelled k-y-a-h 
and school me teach me i'm i'm definitely interested this this stuff goes deep <laughs> anyways on to my personal yoga journey what's going on with me in yoga how are we doing yes i mentioned on my last show that i will be teaching the community class next week on february 17th at yoga view on the north elston location so it's free please come visit me and i'm excited i've just been building my teaching experience and then also promoting this show so (laughs) yeah if you want to come practice yoga with me and basically have a party then yeah 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 feel free to come if you're looking for something to do on a saturday that's still going on let's just let's just get to the good part everybody's waiting for yoga heels this week's guest eileen aurora eileen is a yoga teacher at yoga view whom she did her training with yes so she trained with yoga view in 2011 and she's been teaching and practicing with yoga view ever since uh she teaches a challenging fun flowy vinyasa class and she pulls from a lot of different styles of yoga focusing on alignment and technique she's all about intention and breath she teaches four times a week at yoga view north elston location so yeah Uh, If you want to check out one of her classes, I'll be linking her in the show notes. And um, let's just get on with the interview. (laughs) Thank you, Eileen, so much for coming on and being flexible. How are you doing today? You know, I'm okay. I'm okay. The sun is out, so it's good. (laughs) I guess the main question that I... Come on here to ask all my guests is why or when did you start practicing yoga and why do you still practice yoga today? Oh, that's a big one. Um, Well, so my mom took me to like my first yoga class when I was maybe 13, (laughs) 12 or 13. I loved it. Like I loved it so much. I felt like I could process things like in a way that made sense to me in a container, you know, I didn't know how to say that. Like at that point, cause I was, I was so young, you know, and my mom, my, like my poor mom, she was like a single mom. She was like, Oh, like my daughter is so anxious. Like, <laughs> what do I do? You know, I don't know. I just felt home. Yeah. I continued from 13, 12, 13 onward, not like super seriously, but like maybe when I was 18, a little bit. 16, 17, 18, come around then. Yeah, I got really serious about it. This is going to sound cheesy, <laughs> but like like yoga saved my life. Like it really, 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 really did. Like before that, I was really doing everything I could to be out of my body. I was like, you know, like life is so hard. Like I really just want to do everything I can to like not have to feel things. And then yoga was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> Like, feel that, but not for too long. You know, just like, take your time. Get into it. You know, do it at your own speed. Do it at a pace that feels that feels real for you. So that's probably why I've stuck with it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's created um, a community for me. And I don't, I don't think it has to be yoga. It could be anything for anybody. But for me, it's yoga. I, I love it. I love it. 
even when I don't. That was such a good point that you just brought up that uh, it kind of helped you to feel more in your body and at points in your life you were doing everything to be out of your body and to not feel things. And I too appreciate yoga and movement in general for putting, again, like just putting me in my body and kind of like, and just experiencing it, welcoming it, accepting it. Like this is just how I feel right now. Not trying to like run away from my feelings. And (laughs) I'm sure. I I will still, I will still try to run away. I I, I like, (laughs) Like, I will still do that. <laughs> but it's like, it's a journey, though. It's a yeah. journey. One yeah. of my um, other past guests, you know, she said sometimes, sometimes it's not safe to be in your body. Like, girl. <laughs> so. Yes. So it depends. Ooh. <laughs> but Ooh. but that's, at our own that's, speed. That's, that's rich. At our own speed, you know, and you can choose. It's kind of like choose your own adventure kind of thing. Yeah, you choose, you know, you could, you can go into warrior two real, real quick or real slow. You can, you can be poetic about it or you can be real like stoic about it. It, 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 it gives you agency. And I love that. Like, I just, I love it. What I wanted so. to ask you about next is kind of like just some of your, I guess, like, what's your biggest philosophy in life? Mm. Something that you carry with you or try to keep at the forefront of your mind. Girl, that's a big question. I mean, the first thing that comes to me is authenticity. Wait, and then before you continue, you can also add how yoga has shaped this philosophy Mm. that you have. So there's different ways that you can go about answering this question. So, okay. So authenticity. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I did teacher training twice. So I dropped out like midway through my first session um, because I was like, what the f- am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I'm this really privileged person who's going to like have a platform to like try to help other people get in their bodies. And what I'm actually doing is trying to get out of my body, but I think I'm getting in my body because I'm quote unquote practicing yoga, but I wasn't, you know, I only became privy to it because we were forced to sit in meditation during training and I, I couldn't do it. Like I, 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 we were in a group, we were in a circle and I, I, I couldn't do it. And so, so I dropped out. I said, this is not who I want to be. <laughs> like I thought I was healthy and I'm not. I actually, like I went to rehab and everything. I mean, like I did like a, like a 360 kind of thing. In that rehab, we had like a few coaches who were like based in mindfulness and I was confronted with mindfulness again. <laughs> you know, it wasn't really like based on asana and body but it was based on uh, feeling your emotions and, and being with yourself and being with what you're doing. And um, so after that, it just, it stayed with me. It was just, it was just part of my recovery. It's a journey of becoming, <laughs> it's a journey of like, I don't know, authenticity is like, it's such a big word, right? Like, it's like, I also think of justice. I think of being a white woman <laughs> with a platform and like, what that entails and like, why am I doing this? Do I really need this platform? It's, it's not about that. You know, it's about, um, it's personal. And if you can share a little bit with somebody like fine, you know, but it's not like, I'm this person (laughs) and I need to shine my light, you know, I've got all this wisdom. It's just like, it's personal, you know, like this, this shit saved my life. Like this stuff, it could be anything. It could be like 
taekwondo or running or whatever it is. But for me, it was yoga. Like, that's just what it was. I don't, I just, I don't think it's, I mean, it is deep. It's super deep. It's super personal, but it's also at the end of the day, it's not that deep. You know, it's like somebody can feel this way about jogging or boxing or whatever, like whatever it is for you that is making you feel more like yourself. That's making you show up in the world <laughs> to be just like not a piece of shit, you know, like just a little bit better. Life is hard. Like, I really don't think yoga is the antidote. Like, I don't think yoga is the answer. It's like, <laughs> I think whatever it is for you that resonates, it could be anything as long as you're just you're with it. That is so, I mean, an interesting perspective, even <laughs> And I'll, and I'm open to it and I'll allow it, even though it's like, oh, this is a yoga podcast and I talk up yoga a whole bunch. But mm-hmm. no, you're really very much correct that it can be anything. I feel the same way as well. Just I kind of group yoga in with all movement at this point because yeah. I'm like, it all gives me the same feeling. You know, I get mm-hmm. a similar feeling from running or going to the gym or doing an, an an intense yoga flow and I'll just say like the asana not you know yoga because it's like mm-hmm. asana or the movement it is the yoga and I know that the yoga is not just the movement so but at the end of the day is I still get the same feeling from all the movement so it, it like whatever gives you that feeling that mm. dopamine that serotonin mm. <laughs> and mm. those those chemical releases that feel good, the endorphins, whatever gives you that, then you should tap into that as long as it's not harmful for yourself. So yeah. 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 But yeah, girl, if you were giving advice to someone or even to your past self where they're, they're faced with this whole meditation concept, like in a teacher training and it, it's really difficult for them to get through these meditations. Like what would be the advice you would give them to practice mindfulness? If I think about it in that sense, like where I was, if I was giving myself advice, I wasn't at a place where I could sit and just be with myself and like observe, you know, even if it was difficult, like I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, so I think like at that point, the advice is, and I think what happened was recognition, you know, and then, action, make a change, do something that's not popular. Don't become the yoga teacher, drop out, lose your money, go to the hospital, you know? (laughs) So I think like, I think that's mindfulness. Like I don't, you know, I think, I think that is mindfulness because you're always where you are, you know? And like, if you can meet yourself where you are, even if like, it's not cool or (laughs) cute or whatever, like if you could still do that, like that's, you're winning, like you're winning. You've already won. Even if like it's the worst, like you're, you're winning. I'm proud of that person. And I think the advice I would give to somebody who's going through anything <laughs> is to like try, just try to be with what is. Try, try, try. And even if you resist it for a really long time, it's fine. But like catch those little glimpses <laughs> of what really is, you know, um, because that's that's juicy, you know, that's. That's your avenue to um, heal. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for <laughs> working with me and all these questions. But before we go, what I ask all my guests is that they just lead us through a quick 
pranayama, your choice, just a few breaths and a few cues. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. So let's find a comfortable mm. here. If you're sitting on like a chair, you can have your feet, I don't know, maybe hips distance apart, hands on your lap, on your legs. Close your eyes here. And just try to feel like how you're actually feeling without like any sort of narrative. Just kind of feel how your physical body feels, how your mind state feels. And then notice the periphery of your body as if there's like a an outline like around your body, maybe in marker or chalk or something, and try to just kind of see that and soften a little. Maybe with your next exhale, you can notice your sit bones get a little heavier, your fingertips a little bit softer your eyes a little heavy. Let's try three breaths together, just in and out through the nose. No adjustment, just kind of feeling it as it is, right? One. And staying soft here, two. and letting that practice go there's no state to reach in fact some people don't love breath work maybe it's something else thank you so <laughs> much Eileen I love <laughs> experiencing everybody's different take on breath work I will be putting your information in the uh, show notes. So I'm guessing is Instagram okay? Or mm -hmm. um, I guess the link to Yoga View as well. I guess. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> how you can seal the conversation however you like to seal your practice or your um, class. Okay. Hands together in front and forehead towards the thumbs. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Eileen. You're listening to The Perfect Prana Show on 88.1 FM WCRX, also available on Apple and Spotify, where I post extended versions. Weekly Wellness Challenge. Last week's challenge, and as you all know, if you don't know, then you know now. I've been following yoga philosophy in order for my weekly challenges we're still in the yamas there are five yamas we did ahimsa non-violence non we did satya truthfulness and now we will be doing asteya non-stealing and i've been getting my information from the internet just 
loosely following these <laughs> lists and guides um, that kind of like, you know, put it all out there. Right now, I'm on Eckhart Yoga. Shout out to Eckhart. They've been helping me. Back to Asteya, non-stilling. What I find interesting is on this, on this website, the quote that she has really big, or I don't know if it's a she that wrote this, but the quote that's really big is, the need to steal essentially arises because of a lack of faith in ourselves to be able to create what we need by ourselves. And I just remember my dad basically saying this to me when I was in my younger years experimenting with thievery. <laughs> and he told me this, he told me this like, and he's told me this in other contexts too, even about other people. Like, you know, the reason why people steal is because they don't think that they could create what they need or get what they need by themselves in like an honest way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, stealing is basically lying. <laughs> we can get whatever we want honestly. So I was thinking about ways that I steal from myself. I steal from my future self. I know that Sometimes I feel like I'm lacking time to do the things that I want to do in air quotes. So I steal time from my future self. That's literally procrastination right there. Stressing my future self out now because I don't feel like I have enough time right now. It's just interesting. I like that quote though, because it's interesting to just think about the things that, what do you feel like you're lacking? It's just something to think about. Anyways, what's the weekly wellness challenge? How am I going to make a challenge out of this? This week's weekly challenge, what we're going to do, just to be clear and concise about it, we're going to reflect in our journals. So there's two parts. There's two parts. But we're going to reflect in our journals, ask ourselves, what do I feel like I'm lacking in or what have I felt like I've I'm lacking in. It could be, again, a behavior, a personality trait. Um, it could be something physical or it could be time. It could be anything like whatever you feel like, man, I don't have enough of this. If I had more, I would be happier. I would be more at peace. If I had more motivation, if I had more discipline, if I had more time, if I had more money, if I had whatever the case is. And I want you to journal about that. What do you feel like you don't have enough of? Why do you feel like you don't have enough of it? Whatever. You could get deep or literally just say, look, I feel like I don't have enough of this. And then the second part to the challenge is I want you to go look in the mirror. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> but I just like that for the, for the dramatics. You know what I'm saying? But go look in the mirror. Point to yourself and affirm that you have enough of whatever it is. Affirm that you're abundant. I have enough time. I have enough discipline. I have enough motivation. I have enough security. I have enough money. I have enough food. I have enough clothes. All my needs are met. I have enough. I have enough love. You know what I'm saying? You, you get my drift? Whatever. <laughs> Before I go, I wanted to end with a quote and I just, got this off Google and just a little short quote related to the weekly wellness challenge of course just feeding into the fact that look the root of stealing is just lack 
feeling lack, feeling like you don't have enough of something. So now that we understand that, the quote for this week is, stealing is a choice, not a necessity. And I don't even know who said that. And it honestly almost sounds like a political take. (laughs) But making the choice to not steal is telling yourself that one, you have enough or two, that you're capable of creating enough. And it is just that simple. I think, though, like when we learn to not steal, whether that be time or control or uh, love or whatever like we learn to not steal things objects or physical or non-physical objects or whatever and we learn to cultivate that ourselves that that's beautiful and that that is powerful that is empowering right there I know it's a bit of a controversy probably to say that because you know people are like well people are impoverished they have no choice but to steal but They do have a choice, but I think though people stealing is just a sign of there is no hope, there is no faith. But the the hope and the faith is there. We do not have to steal. Stealing is a choice, it is not a necessity. I've really enjoyed talking with you guys and talking with Eileen. This is the Perfect Prana Show on 88.1 FM, Saturdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 9 a.m., also available on Apple and Spotify, where an extended version will be posted. It's been a delight. May the light and darkness within me bow to the light and darkness within you. Namaste.